Coming to you from the Underground Studio, this is the Sipping Social Podcast. My name is Mike Caro. I'm here with my boy and certified bourbon steward, Garrett Turnquist. Yo. We've also got our stellar producer on the mic, Johnny. Say what up. What up? We're here to dive into all aspects of the restaurant industry. We truly love what we do and love talking about it. We're going to pour, sample, and review anything you need to know about. Pour yourself a cocktail and join us on this journey. Let's Let's go. go. Right, all right. Welcome to uh, episode forty-five, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us today. Uh, we got a couple of unprecedented things we're about to do. First of all, Johnny doesn't even have a cocktail in front of him. <laughs> I just realized what, that. Where is your booze? When we were playing the music, the intro music, I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't have a freaking cocktail. Usually, he's got I three asked, things lined I up in front of him. I asked what you had, and you're like, oh, I got a Captain Coke over there. <laughs> it's over there. It's not here. That's the all problem. Right, I'll go get it. All right, all right. Well, Garrett's gonna. I'll be back in twenty gonna, minutes. Gonna mule some Captain and Coke from the bar to the uh, the recording sit down spot <laughs> it's in the yeti cup <laughs> get the yeti cup because uh, this wouldn't be right if johnny wasn't uh sipping on something well i use a yeti cup now so i don't have uh, watered down ice anymore smart yeah that, you can take it i think i've been talking for two and a half years about crappy watered down ice in my captain and coke yeah. and i finally solved it it only took 44 <laughs> episodes for you to figure it out it only takes a 30 dollar cup <laughs> well that and you can take the yeti cup anywhere and everyone's like oh he's got coffee he's guys having cold coffee yeah hot or cold stays either way all right listeners we uh we hope everybody's having a great start to the summer uh, i know i am um i've been partying it up pretty pretty hard uh, i hope everybody's having a good time but being safe while doing it and then we got lots to talk about today because we were supposed to record a couple of weeks ago but uh johnny's finally recovering from his three-day bender with his birthday that was uh two weeks ago yeah you feel better now you I okay feel, i feel much better my, my birthday was on a monday and i celebrated it since the previous thursday through the monday into tuesday because we bowled on tuesday night we normally record on wednesday so and wednesday was out then i had to call these so guys and say i basically destroyed myself and i could not record and i couldn't have a sip of anything that wednesday night so i apologize guys it's been two weeks would it be inappropriate for me to screenshot share <sighs> and post the text thread yes I have right. no problem with that. All right, perfect. perfect. Johnny's in. <laughs> cool. Uh, like I said, we got lots to talk about before we get into that. What are we sipping on today? We know Johnny's finally got his Captain and Coke in oh, front yeah. of him. Yep, yep. Gee, looks like you're going old style. I mean, old school. Well, yeah. No, yeah, old style for me, for sure. But yeah. the uh, yeah, I think this is the second time I've done this. Coors Light. Coors Light bottle. Awesome, man. Fantastic. It's hot out. I'm uh, Since I've been boozing a lot, I'm kind of drying out over here. I'm definitely drinking all the things that we're going to review tonight, but I am, uh, I'm drinking an Athletic Brewing Company Run Wild IPA. It is an NA IPA, but it's tasty, and uh, we're going to have some fun tonight, boys. Let's have a cheers. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, and the other unprecedented thing is, and we will talk about this, is that Johnny actually brought all the whiskey and the beer like we talked about. And actually, I got to give a shout out to one of my favorite customers that comes into social, she reminded me of this. Uh, Mary Beth, she's one of our top listeners. She's always listening. She last week brought up, she's like, hey, when are you guys going to record? And Johnny's bringing all the stuff. And I'm like, well, next time we get together, here it is. So Mary Beth, Johnny's got it for you this time. 
and uh, we appreciate all your support and uh, and listening. So, I, I would just like to let you know, Mary Beth, that I did bring everything, and I, there is definitely a dump cup for the first time on the podcast on our table. I so, thought it was a puke bowl. I, I, no, it's not a puke bowl. I'm 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 over my puking from my bin, you know, my birthday bender. But did you clean it first? Uh, no, this is a, a little. No? this is a little poor bucket, you okay. know, because I have a feeling that I didn't uh, step up and uh, bring no, any good beers. No, so don't think that way. I thought, Positivity, I thought a little Johnny. forward thinking so we can uh, just dump out the okay. uh, beers. We'll, t- we'll talk about that stuff in a little bit. <laughs> Let's get into the restaurant news right now. Um, Garrett, did you put this first one on the, on the docket? The robots are taking over? Yeah, robots are taking over the world. Tell us about it. So uh, has anyone seen um, uh, any of the movies where like The Matrix or uh, um, what's the Arnold Schwarzenegger one? Terminator? Yeah, I don't the, think anybody's seen those movies. No, never. Yeah. So the... Obviously, one of the biggest problems for small businesses and restaurants specifically is staffing issues. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these fast fast casual chain restaurants are moving towards robotic cooks. Really? Which is wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I've never actually eaten at a Panda Express, only because I've heard of horror stories of about 20 minutes later that you like... You know? You need to... Yeah, if you don't know, then... Then you're gonna know. Yeah, then you're gonna know. Real and you quick. better be on the run, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, but no one eats at a Pan Express without having a ten minute a ten minute uh, access to a bathroom. But they're around though. But They've at, been around. Yeah. But at Panda Express, they're not cooking anything. They're just dumping stuff into a bowl. But they gotta cook the food. They gotta bring up the temperature and they gotta mix the ingredients. So they're getting it all separate and they mix. Oh, it you're all saying together. so? Like all the prep work that goes into like all the bins that they take everything from is already gonna be made by a robot. But then yeah. the actual humans are gonna be like scooping it into your bowl. It? Yeah. So the, it seems like the opposite should happen. Well, no, because the, if you're ordering and you're just like, I don't want rice in this one, the, the robot's not going to be able to understand that. It's not yeah, gonna, specific the robot's order. not, not going to pull out an automatic weapon and yeah, pull yet. your head off. <laughs> it's going to go back to the future to make you rechange <laughs> your order. <laughs> so um, they had, uh, Pan Express had already had 200 of these robots uh, um, cooking food in walks okay. in, in their like uh, mall spots or wherever the sure. Pan Expresses are. And uh, they're going to, and they're they're going to triple that in the next year and a half. So it must be working for them, obviously, because they're still around, and there must it must be a and profitable add, thing. Adding to it, right? And they're adding on to it. Well, that's kind of so interesting. That's, that's something. It is something. Um, we got lots. Well, and and you, uh, we've also as a restaurant company talked about um, uh, putting a burger in a in a machine, and it comes out a perfect medium. Before. Like a clamshell, yeah, yeah, but that's a little bit different. You still have to have a human there to, to, put the, to the insert patty. it, yeah. pull it out. You're still going to temp it, and the, the clamshell is not perfected yet, so you can't even like really hone in. So on the that. idea is, still, is there, and it's in. yeah. So maybe five, ten years down the road, a lot more robots working in the kitchen. I still, th- I still feel like you're going to lose a lot, mainly in presentation, um, and specifics. Oh. Uh, people modifying stuff. Yeah, right now for sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's where I that's where well, you lose it, right? We're on the we're on the path to robots. Yeah, birds aren't real. <laughs> you know, just a robots. Bunch of, just a bunch, gonna, just birds aren't real. Just a bunch of drones are flying around. That guy is crazy. He's crazy. He's the awesome. W- robots are gonna burn out because of all the modifications. <laughs> exactly. Their, their heads are gonna just explode. Yeah. I give up. It's an if you see if you've seen no some more, of the, the no orders. More Karens. What are the some of the orders from the staff at Social that come through? The tickets like literally like eight inches long. Oh yeah. You know, like that clearly, clearly that's either somebody in the industry. Yeah. Or somebody who works here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they've been here way too many times. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just making it up, right? <laughs> We got uh, some major changes on the horizon with liquor distri- distribution, and I feel like um, there's a lot of things affecting distribution right now, even beyond the supply chain stuff. We got 
one of our beer distributors couldn't even get us deliveries last week because all their pickers were either on strike or were out yeah. with COVID. So I put this on. I put this up uh, when we were supposed to record. Thanks, John. And uh, what happened was a, a lot of the giant um, liquor brands moved from major distribution companies mm-hmm. to smaller ones. Okay, like Four Roses, huge brand, moved to a really small distribution group. What's the What's the benefit of that? Because they, because when you're in a giant group, right, you kind of get the, lost. Your, your individual sales rep is no longer like specifically trying to push one mm. product. He's got a thousand projects to push for sure. So they end up getting lost. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, they get lost in the in the so, wind. And then what a smaller group can say is like, well, we've got access to all these other tiny little bars and restaurants Makes and sense. liquor stores. We're already selling stuff there. You don't have any your product in that spot. Yeah, we can get you in those spots. And Four Roses is delicious, by the way. If you don't like Four Roses, you don't like bourbon. I'm I'm not your friend. <laughs> so that's like I didn't see that coming. That's a yeah. good response. It's 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 just good bourbon. Yeah, There's, I don't think that anyone's like we did. A, we did like a one of our lost episodes during COVID was we did a um, a blind tasting of Four Roses small batch small batch select, select. And, and that barrel. stuff's delicious. And the small batch select is so good. I think yeah. that, I think that was blind all of our favorite choice. Yeah, um, it's just really good bourbon. They are, in in general, they're on the the they are in the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, but in general, they're smaller than the other people in that group. Mm-hmm. But they make really good, really good bourbon. Yeah. Anyway, so like they can get they can get more specific uh, um, product Ex- placements and exposure and exposure. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's that's what the point of it is, right? Yeah. So you don't get muddled in with everybody else. Exactly, and okay. it's, it's less effort on the exactly with brand rep. So um, so a lot of that has, has changed, and there's going to be more to come. Over the next maybe like six to seven weeks, we're going to see a lot of big brands dropping the giant, like the major ones, like Breakthrough and Southern. And it seems like that brands will jump ship occasionally, anyways. Yeah, it's usually like every like five or seven years, but it's the, not to a smaller. It's usually just to a different one that gives them a better deal. Right. Right. Okay. Um, locally for restaurant news, uh, surprise, surprise to nobody. Oh, but I do want to. But you, you were right. Sorry. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> but you're right. The uh, the like the the beer the beer ones. Recently has been insane. Yeah, so let's go back to that real quick. We've had some issues with some distributors with beer. Um, either the pickers are on strike for the warehouse, or we had one the of delivery them. drivers went on strike. Delivery drivers went on strike, and then there was another whole warehouse that got COVID. Yeah. So apparently and they had nobody could go in there and grab any so of the stuff. So we had a guy drop off a, a keg out of his back trunk, out of the trunk of his car, just so we could get one keg instead of the eight that we ordered. Today I helped pull three kegs out of a Hyundai <laughs> of, of, of the DM, which is a, not the person you ordered the, the beer from, but their boss. Yeah. She drove her Hyundai to That's Barrel and Ryan. Got to make it work, right? kegs out. They yeah. couldn't get any cases because there wasn't any room in her two-door hatchback. That automobile's not made for that. No it's kidding. Not, it wasn't. Not, yeah. The, 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 the shocks were saying, thank you. As soon as we got the thing <laughs> right. out of there. Release me. Yeah. It just raised up six inches. Yeah, for sure. It, it was a low rider for sure. Uh, in and they um, they had a big problem with uh, Juneteenth, so everyone they all have the ability to call off a day, so everyone called off on June Juneteenth. Okay, so well, there also, was no pickers yeah. on Sunday. So they, well, it was the day after Father's Day, and no no one picked on Sunday for Monday. There was no Monday delivery. Wow, unbelievable. I all I know is that if we don't have the people to get it done, we generally find a way to to get it done. Well, there's <laughs> there's also other beer too. There's a lot of other beer, right? Yeah. 
Uh, we'll, we'll just keep you guys uh, updated as far as the distribution goes. And that, I know that affects Garrett and I probably more than anybody out there, but also affects customers too, because if you can't get your normal staples, then you're going to have to find well, other we things. We were out of our collab beer. Yeah, that's, a, that's an issue. Yeah. Um, all right, back to. To no surprise. To, to no surprise to anybody. Uh, local news in the restaurant world in Wheaton. Uh, Wheaton House is closed now with some coming soon signs in the window. <laughs> they lasted all of about a year and a half. Was um, it that long? I think so. Um, so the rumor is it's going to be an authentic Greek place. What does that even mean? Exactly. So There'd now a thousand things on the there's menu. another. there was another uh, restaurant group that announced another Greek joint coming in on College Avenue next to the Hen House of Wheaton, the breakfast joint. Yeah, same Opened owner. Opened by I those think. same owners, right? Yeah. They own the, the Hen House, not Wheaton House, right? So Wheaton's going to go from having zero authentic Greek places to two within the next six months. And uh, you guys want to make any bets as to how long those last? Because that all makes sense. Um, I think the downtown location will probably last half a year. Six months, you're saying? I think the, the College Avenue will last a little longer because of the Wheaton College area. Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one year on the, the Wheaton House. I'm going to say the I think the because there's the Hen House of, of Wheaton, which is pretty popular and a lot it of people go there, well. I think that that place might stick. Or just last long enough because they have other, uh, you know, money coming in that can supplement yeah, it. Yeah, they're floating money from the other spot. Exactly. So uh, yeah. everybody in Wheaton, keep an eye out for the two new Greek joints. And, and we're not talking about like, like smokehouse, like Euro, like flips. These are that. supposed to be. Well, they, I going to prefer that. I know. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, right? right? That should be the spot. It should, it should yeah. be Euros and dogs. There you go. I'm down with that. Yeah. And have some like nice well, cold beers. I, I, I peered into there and it looked like they just basically like papered off the floor, removed all the furniture, yeah. and sprayed everything white. So the ceiling is white, the walls are white. In, uh, in Wheaton House? In Wheaton House. Really? Yeah. yeah, if you look into there, it, it looks like they, they had some paint company come in there and just literally spray everything, like not even take anything down, just spray it all, all white. white. So yeah. it's they, funny you say that because... Joanna Gaines. Because all they... Uh, there you go. All they did was <laughs> ship, put ship up lab. in the windows, they just put up white paper mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure that same paint company left painters tape behind and they just used the blue painters tape to make the, to make the, the, sign? the signs no. I look at it dude next time you walk by it's like in greek like square yeah. letters it, it looks like they just put painters tape on there in coming soon yeah so i don't know i mean i like I, I don't know when the last time i had greek food maybe like 10 years ago like you know that there's like a greek place out in like uh, fox valley mall okay. that that's pretty good but like you go there once and you're kind of satisfied with like that style. It's like a turkey dinner. Right? I, I just don't see like the repeat customers coming in for Greek food all the time, do, do unless only, they do something unique with it. Well, that that's the thing. It could be unique to the area because there's not a lot of that. So I'm thinking of when I was in high school and young in college, we used to make it a point to go down to this Greek joint in the city called the Parthenon by UIC. Yeah, I know that. And the food was really good. Yeah, and it was generally like calamari and gyros mm-hmm. but i mean i don't remember like and then greek salads like i don't remember anything Saganaki. like is there you go some burnt cheese which i make at home regularly when i'm on accident exactly <laughs> <laughs> when it makes my grilled cheese Sorry, it makes Saganaki. Saganaki. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody yells that dumb word <laughs> that uh is now associated with when you break glass or yeah Totally. It, or plates at a restaurant. <laughs> that's that's a that's that should probably be a customer of the week. 
the, oh, yeah, the, the guy the, that yells. The guy who yells. Uh, is it Opa? Opa, yeah. Opa. I, I just as, think as that, soon as uh, the 18-year-old breaks a glass as soon as he clocks in. I, I just think, I think the one, one of the main things that was wrong with Wheaton House was just the overall vibe and feel of the place. It's, it's very sterile. Because the, there wasn't one? The food yeah. actually wasn't that bad. Oof, Oof. So nobody said that. Who's, what are you eating they, there for? There's not a, not a person I talked to said that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, all I had was the chicken fingers, and which are like the village tavern good. chicken fingers, yeah, which are amazing. Right. So, and I actually talked to the owner of the the ex owner of Village Tavern, who's extremely upset that they're like saying using that they're, that? They're, that they're those style chicken fingers because mm-hmm. they're definitely not. You put them side by side, not and a lot of that has to do with the oil that's in the fryer. It's got to be changed oh, constantly. If if you're not, if you're chintzing on that, then it's just gonna yeah. be greasy chicken fingers. That's interesting. And I mean, the people that I've talked to like didn't have a huge issue with the food. More the service maybe, and the maybe it was more the, lately that I I didn't hear. Like maybe more lately they were talking about the, but I don't know. Anyways, I thought it was more about the atmosphere than it was the food. Yeah. But I think they're even going even worse atmosphere. <laughs> so one of it's our pretty sterile. one of our barbacks uh, turned eighteen, jumped ship to the Wheaton House because he could serve over there. Sure. And he asked, he's like, "Hey, I'm turning eighteen. I can serve now." I'm like, "Not at social. You can't. Right. We require you to be twenty one. Right? There's like two people that have ever served at social that aren't twenty one, mainly so they could try the products. That's the quality of what we want to put out. Right." So he was telling me a story. So then he comes back after they close and he's like, hey, man, can I get that bar backing job back? And I was like, sure, man. I'll just, you know, I don't have any shifts for you, but you can pick up. I put him on the schedule and he's a hard worker. Happy to have him back. I didn't like dog him for leaving. But then he's telling me this story. He's like, yeah, man, we were uh, open one night. Guy comes in and sits down and uh, sits at a booth, just seats himself. And, uh, you know, I go up to him and, you know, I ask him if I can get him something. The guy's like, is this place still open? I go, what do you mean? He goes, the guy thought the place was closed. It was so empty. Oh, geez. I'm like, that's not a good sign, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we'll uh, we, when it opens as a Greek joint, let's have a little R&D and we'll go in there and we'll, we'll, yeah. make, we'll form our own opinions I, after they've been open for a couple of weeks to work out some let's kinks. Wait till, right? Let's wait like, till week four or five. Yeah. Yeah. If they make it that far. I hope, uh, I, honestly, I hope they make something interesting out of it. it would I'm not suck rooting to, for anyone to fail. Well, first no, of all, it would that, suck spot, to have that them, spot is dope as far as the location the goes. But it would suck to be an owner and like have two different places that fail. Like, yeah. You know, that would, that would just be horrible. Might be an idea of time to change careers. Yeah. I don't know. True. Yes. Now, and but anybody who's ever succeeded. Anybody who's ever succeeded never succeeded the first time. Lots of really successful people will tell our, you the reason owners, why I'm successful right, is because we failed. So maybe this will be the old kick in the butt. Here we go. Yeah. Um, this is one of my favorite things that's on the restaurant news. Uh, Garrett was on TV again. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to be famous soon. I'm just going to ride your coattails into the sunset. Um, hey, I, I, want, I want all my friends with me. Perfect. And uh, he even has a new nickname. The cooks are calling him. Oh, my gosh. What is it? Dude, everyone at the, all the both the Jima spots call me a Hollywood Garrett. <laughs> That's my favorite. Awesome. Hey, so, que paso Hollywood. <laughs> I'm just walking through the kitchen trying to mind my own business, trying not to get stuck by a hot, hot plate or something walking through Hollywood G. Hollywood G. I love it. Unbelievable. So tell us about that experience. What was that segment you did? Uh, it was for Scape Grace Gin, which is a gin that Burger Local and Maze and Mash, Maze and Mash used to carry it because um, it was distributed by the Sazerac company. So we used that. One, I thought the gin was good. And two, it was from Sazerac. So we got a little bit extra like love on the back end from nice. Sazerac. Not as much love as I was expecting. Um, Some's better than nothing. Well, agreed. But. Um, about four days before that thing went, before I went downtown, they're like, hey, Garrett, um, 
We got told that we needed to do a Scape Grace segment on WGN, but none of us can do it. Will you do it for us? I go, what? <laughs> like, like, yeah, you can talk about the restaurant and stuff. I go, fine, I'm in. Nice. And uh, I'm like, so what do I get paid for this? Because obviously I'm doing your job for you. Yeah. And they're like, we'll worry about it later. I've yet to hear anything back from them. Of course. Um, I'm not expecting. So because I didn't hear anything back from them, it went from, uh, I had a whole script of things I needed to talk about. Uh, but this I, was only like a five-minute segment, it was, right? It ended up being six and a half minutes. Okay. Um, it was supposed to be uh, two cocktails, one a gin and tonic, which is couldn't be any easier to perform, yeah. and then one a cocktail that we were doing at um, specifically at Maze and Mash because that's where they thought Scape Days was being used, which we haven't used in, I don't know, three months. Sorry. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're doesn't, not, talk, we're not, we're not talking about, about that part. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it quickly went from me talking, because National Gin Day was the day after that Saturday. We did it on Friday. And uh, they, it went quickly from this is what Scape Grace is to this is what Maze and Mash and Bourbon Belly Hospitality does. Uh, I would say we talked about Maze and Mash and Bourbon, Hosp- Bourbon Belly for about four and a half minutes and Scape Grace about one. Awesome. Great, great exposure. I couldn't, I couldn't be any happier. The, there was t- two really cool things about it. One, I was, well, first of all, oh, three. One, Jeff, whoever was there. Oh, uh, yeah, our boy gave, Jeff And he gave me the entire behind-the-scenes tour of the entire WGN studio. Very so cool. So I, I was in the studio while the normal, like, morning news was going on, and I watched, like, the comedian, like, talk about, like, what's going on in downtown Chicago, and I saw the sports guy do his thing. Um, also, these these rooms are very, very small. And then um, I got to see Hoover's office, which has way more booze in it than I ever thought it would have, <laughs> in there, which is incredible. And then I got, it's got to a full s- liquor cabinet. Oh, it's it's all out on the desk. It's all displayed. It's like it's like your bar, but at his desk. Um, and then uh, I got to hang out in uh, in our in our in our favorite weatherman's office, and uh, I got to like stand in front of his green screen. Such a good picture. He still does all of his like weather reports on paper and colors them in with like crayons and 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 like markers old school stuff. huh so it's like it's super old school and jeff, jeff like opens up his, his filing cabinet and it's got just littered absolutely littered with papers in there like of all these like wind reports and humidity reports and he's like can you even believe this shit he still uses this and like throw <laughs> he just gives me one take this home to your kid he's like oh, is he not is tom skilling not gonna like know this is going he's like he has no fucking clue and uh so that was really cool. And then the room that we recorded the the 10 o'clock, whatever it's called, Good Day Chicago, in was the old Bozo uh, studio. No way. Where like they, they did the Bozo buckets and like, yeah, they absolutely. Had like, the, like the three tiers of kids like hanging out. I got to go to the Bozo show when I was in third grade. So we were in the same same studio. Which That's is, awesome. Which is pretty neat. Yeah. And they still have like the tapestries like up on the side that are still like hanging um, like behind like all the black curtains and stuff that they got going on. So you can still see it, which is really cool. Did we just... Um, Realize that all three of us were on the Bozo show. I was never on the Bozo show. Well, I didn't. I wasn't on. I mean, I was in the crowd. I was on TV. You were in the Bozo show. Times. Yeah. You were like you did the Bozo buckets. I did a, a game, not the Bozo buckets. You did a game. Yeah. I didn't get drawn. I was like six numbers away from the Bozo buckets. Yeah. And my buddy who I went with was like five. It was like some kid. We were just mean mugging him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I got paired was, up with a couple of. Do you remember all the stuff you morons. went home with? No. Dude, they literally, it was like three board games, bubble tape for days, like those like moon pies. Like I walked out of there as a kid, like moon I couldn't pies. even see like over it's the pile of stuff. of stuff. Yeah, they kept giving us stuff as we were walking out. I'm like, what? It's all free goods. Yeah, it was all yeah. it's all free advertising stuff. But it was a, that was a good experience. Kind of creepy, but good experience. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's really cool. Well, the Bozo like uh, like mural is still outside of the- That's cool. Yeah. 
uh, Hoover. That like, show lasted forever, right? Oh, probably longer than it should have. Like 40 years or something yeah. like that? Hoover like, you want to take a selfie with that thing? Like, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but what was really cool is that we got to, I got to meet Stephanie Izzard from, uh, uh, from uh, what's the restaurant? She won Iron Chef. Stephanie Izzard, uh, Girl and the Goat. Oh, nice. The head chef there. Super, super cool person. Cool. Um, and then a, a Apparently, she's a famous comedian. I have no idea. Look at you hobnobbing. I, listen, I don't even know who guy. these people were when I walked this in the room. Guy. Hoover's like, Jeff. do you know this person? You can take a picture. Can I get your autograph? Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'll sign, I'll sign your boobs later. <laughs> sign nice. his chest. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to need you to shave that part real quick. The best the best part of the entire thing was I was supposed to go second, which just means I was going to go at like the 10, 10 slot. Yeah. Because you, you were like 10, 40 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I got pushed all the way to the end. They don't I know got, how famous you I are. I got bumped. No, that's, here's that's, why. Yes. Yeah. I was like, this is garbage because I'm the... Anyone who's watching the normal news is going to tune out after ten fifteen. Like they're done. They're not going to watch it anymore. Well, they've already watched four hours of you know, Jeff Hoover. No, right? Yeah, they don't need that anymore. Who does? And um, but then I realized because I was making cocktails, everyone's day is done at eleven o'clock by the time my segment's over. So I stuck around for about twenty minutes afterwards making cocktails for the entire staff. Oh, that's cool. So like everyone was that probably one of the best parts then. That was absolutely the best part. Awesome. So that's like cool. the the two ladies who were like running the show or interviewing yeah. me. I don't know their names at all, but like they kicked off their heels. They like, like unbuttoned like a button on their blouse. Like, like to relax, like nice. Like everyone like two, came, but, two, came, bu- two buttons, just one, just one. Oh. Just one. I don't, two would have been, that would have been risque. NSFW. Real risky. Yeah, those dresses Oof. were super tight. Um, <laughs> they, they, everyone like from behind the scenes came out and I was just like shaking cocktails for 20 minutes and just like talking about gin and like, that's not like, that's not me. Like, I don't, gin's fine. Yeah. But funny, was, was funny cool. side note about that, and then we'll we'll move on to Johnny's whiskey beer segment coming up, or we're just gonna plug it real quick. So, when our company did, and this is not me calling anybody out, when we did the social media post for that, yeah, it's Scape Grace, yeah, Gin. We tagged at Scrape Grace. Oh, there was so many, so there's so many problems some, with the first one that went out. Yeah. So, well then. I got a I got a message on Facebook from another customer who's actually married best friend Melissa. It was like, Mike, this is important. I'm like, what is this all about? I look it up and she's like, You guys tagged some random chick named mm-hmm. Scrape Grace instead of Scape Grace Gin. I was like, I, I had to like reread it three times. I'm like, cause it's so it was you're like missing one letter, right? So then I texted the boys that night. I was like, hey, great post about Garrett. Looked great. And it actually gave us some great exposure for the, the podcast because you, you tagged us on it. Yep. We probably got a bunch of, we got a ton of new followers. Gen posted us. Yeah, which is great. We got a ton of new followers. Um, but then I texted the boys. I was like, hey, not calling anybody out. Whomever posted this tagged the wrong person. And the, one of the, there's two people that do posts for our company. One responded, he's like, ah, my sausage fingers. How did I miss that? <laughs> I like, oh. Well, Rugburn knees, Grace. One of the pictures. <laughs> so that's, so this, I don't know who you're talking about this, but we're going to, um, when that segment came out, one of my buddies screenshotted it on his phone, watching on YouTube of me, like making cocktails with the two ladies. And it had like all like the headlines or the bottom line stuff and like the time and the corner and stuff like that. And he edited it to make it into a meme. So it made it look like, um, Garrett was making cocktails with his stuck steps sister at 9.30 p.m. And I screenshot it because I thought it was funny and I sent it to the guys like a day later and they used that in the original post. Oh, my God. So it was like a stepsister porn meme that they posted, (laughs) (laughs) which is not what we're looking for. No. It lasted about 10 minutes and then I was in line in Disney 
my phone was just going absolutely berserk. Being like, what is going on? I was like, ah, oh, we, we got to get, get rid of it. We need to take this down. Jeez, jeez. Yeah. So that was, uh, I, cool. still have, I still have the picture if you want to see it. It's really funny. Well, so I got it. I got the whole segment DVR'd also. So if anybody didn't see it, come on over to my house. We'll oh, crack a couple yeah, beers. Just, we'll, uh, we'll watch Garrett's five, just, minute, five and a half minute segment. You can just segment. Google WGN Garrett Turnquist and it'll be the first thing that pops there? up. And the awesome. second thing that pops up is the Hoover podcast. Cool. Great. It was a ton of fun. Lovely. Um, all right. Whiskey time to plug. Johnny, what'd you bring us today to try? This is your first time ever. It we're, is. We're looking for something big over the here, brother. Is on little Traverse City Whiskey Company barrel proof ten year single barrel. Ooh, we like store Traverse pick. City. Ooh, nice mm. store pick. Uh, I brought a high proof, proof to appease to Garrett over here, the celebrity Mr. What Hollywood. A, what a producer! What a producer! So I brought him a. Uh, I knew we were friends. A <laughs> hundred and about thirteen proof. Uh, cool. Whiskey here, oh, dude. Yeah. I I know we're letting it breathe right now, but I smelled it earlier. It smells delicious. I cannot wait to try it. And uh, what'd you bring for beers? Because uh, I don't want you taking over my job. Because if you start taking over the beers over here, <laughs> what else? I would be useless. Be so me this and John. is this is why I have the dump. <laughs> <laughs> two empty mics. This is why I have the dump bucket here on the table for the first time. The sipping social podcast. But I just basically went to a couple of different stores and uh, I based my picks off of like what sounds good that I could possibly drink on a boat when it's like 90, de- 90 degree days out. Cool. And so, so you're not going to tell us about that. You'll tell us about the whiskey, but not the beers we got to wait. Yeah, the beers are going to be a blind test taste. Okay. Uh, so when we try those, there's going to be three of them. When we try them, we're just going to go rip through them really quick. We're going to pick kind of like the best one we think, and then okay. we'll talk about that. Love it. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, I got the customer of the week. And then we'll piss on the other two. <laughs> <laughs> I got the customer of the week this week. It's the, uh, the old quotations, you could have made more money, customer. It's happened twice in the last couple of weeks. I'm ready for this one. I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, let me have a little bit more NA beer over here, and then I'll get really, really <laughs> silly about it. Uh, let's get into our Yeef segment. Yeef. That a boy, G. You always do good with that cue. I appreciate it. You're that. all over it. Uh, we got up here. The, it's the summertime. It's summertime, and the living's easy. <laughs> Not only is it the name of our cocktail of the month that Gary came up with, it's killing it. By the way, people are loving that cocktail. It's, it's moving. But right now, restaurants are bumping. Everybody's out having a good time. Thursday's the new Friday. Actually, Wednesday's the new Friday. Wednesday's the new Friday. Uh, We just had Father's Day. That should probably be thrown in there. Um, Once again, just another weekend of large groups. Nobody coming in with two tops, four tops, all 12, 16 tops to celebrate Father's Day. And it's so funny. uh, You see all these dads on Father's Day just pounding. Beers because it's, it's like it's the one day. time they don't get to drive, they don't have to drive home. Well, and they, so they, they instead of having excuse. two beers, it's it's like it's four five. or five, yeah. and, and you know, mom's driving. Yeah, home. Father's Day has turned into like you know, let, uh, let, let's not hang with the family, let's just do what I want to do, and it's my day. Yeah, and if I want to mow the lawn and drink 10 beers, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, so I, I, I feel like dad's like it's going out though in public and going to dinner. Yeah. Your you're still hanging out. out with, you're still hanging out with the family. Yeah. But then if you're staying home and cooking, dad's got to cook. Dad's got to cook, right? So the grilling out's not going to happen unless you got an 18-year-old kid that you're trying to train to to grill or you just love smoking meat. Yeah, which happens. Yeah, for sure. Um but it definitely people doing it up on Father's Day. Oh yeah. I took my dad, I took my parents to the Chicago Dogs baseball game. Oh nice. Over in Rosemont. Solid experience. Not expensive. Decent beers. Clearly, tons of hot dogs, um, but on Father's Day there was a lot of kids, yeah. as there would be. So I think the stadium holds like sixty five hundred people, and there was probably forty five hundred people there. It oh, was geez. it was rocking. And, that's great. And it's a minor league team. That's not. It's an independent league. Yeah, not part of MLB. So and now that's what King County Cougars is now. Oh really? Yeah, they're in the same league. 
Oh, I didn't. I know they switch around a lot. On yeah, so they're not affiliated anymore. So I, I've heard some not great things about where King County is compared to where it used to be, like when it was affiliated with the Orioles, the Cubs, and the Marlins. Yeah, those places they would be putting like ten grand in the the seats out there. Now oh, yeah. it's 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 more like two or three thousand. Um, I'm surprised nobody picked that up. But if you're looking for a cheap, fun baseball game, and I will say this. Um, I thought I was going to see like young dudes trying to like go on or old washed up guys still playing, which does happen because I heard Zambrano mm-hmm. like played against them and pitching a game a couple years ago. But both guys that were pitching were like throwing heat, like 96, 97. Really? I was, oh, yeah. I was, I was pretty surprised at like the level of the game. I think Zambrano and uh, Bartolo Colon are playing in like the Mexican leagues right now. They got to make some monies. I mean, and they got to feed their kids. Yeah. Hitting dingers on uh, their outfields all dirt. Nice. Is it beer time, Johnny? Yeah. Can we do that now? Is it is yeah. it is it blind taste test time? I, yeah. I think the most intriguing thing about what you said is that these are all like boat drinking beers. So these which are all is crushable. Not, yeah, crushable. Well, that's the way I look at it. So I've I mean I've never had these before. Yeah, set it up. Literally, I've never had these before, and I basically base this off of like description, the pictures, the pictures. And just overall <laughs> internal feeling. So like how our wives pick wine. Yeah. <laughs> the picture. The picture. So this first one, we're the, just going to pour the, it real so, quick. So Johnny's got three beers in front of him that he taped over. Yellow so no tape. one has any idea what it, the beer is. Yeah. The downer is that what the, I mean, John picked them. He knows which ones are which. Good pours, Johnny. But he, Good pours. he can't talk about the, the can art. We will, though. I Once will. we pick the, the favorite, right? Do you, have, do you have ones that aren't taped? We are just absolutely, yeah. We're just absolutely ripping through these right now. Okay, that's, beautiful. That's so this you, is this is so door number one. That's door number you, one. That's what you door do number on the boat. one you is a little rip through beers. little hazy. It smells like a little fruity. orange. Smells fruity. All right. It's a sour. Yeah. It tastes like a sour. It is, it's got to be right. Nailed it. Mm. But a refreshing sour. It's not too puckery. No. It kind of get gets you in the back end. Second beer, ripping through these, kind of like a, like what was it? Was that candy? The, Another good the, pour, Johnny. Those are evil, even pours right there. This one's uh, just as hazy. What's that? What's that candy? Fruit, this smells fruit, more fruit like tart? beer. Fruit tart. Was it? Was that candy? Fruit tarts are like, are like the no. That's was it something tart candy? It one tasted like that. This one's super light. Have you had any of these yet, John? Oh. Perfect. Ooh, I like that one. That one almost got has a, like a coconut. Yeah, a little yeah, a little coconut, maybe a little pineapple. Pine, pineapple and coconut in there. That's tasty. I like I'm number two, door number two is tasting good. Door number two is good. All right. Here's door number three. Ooh, this one looks hazy. I mean, we are just ripping through these beers. And remember, these are one and a half ounce pours. So No, we're is... drinking a whole beer each. <laughs> <laughs> For hey, cheers to door number three. Johnny, killing it so far. I like this. Get this is here. fun. Right, it smells like an IPA. Mm, no, mm, it's a Kolsch. No. Tastes like a lager or Kolsch. It's got a little bit of um, earthiness to it. Are you, are you going to actually use the dump cup? No. Oh, okay. I thought, <laughs> I, I thought you were going for it. I was like, Oof. Karen's about to do something new over here. The, I'm trying to get the flavor of the, oh, the last beer out yeah, before you do it. Really all right, you, so you, uh, Mike, you said... Uh, Hang on, let me get the last sip on number three. A sour, and then you said an IPA, and then you said a Kolsch. What would your favorite? I think number two is the best tasting. I think three is the most crushable. 
I'm good with either one of those. I think that I could drink a six pack of number two, but I could drink twelve, 12 all day yeah, of number three. Yeah, twelve all day. All right, all so day. number one's kind of out the door. So we'll talk about that one first. That's the one we're gonna pee on. Just shit on it. This one's two. <laughs> bro- number one door. Number one was two brothers in the flesh. Pineapple Paloma. Good. Get American it, Sour Ale. GTFO. Get that. Get, that. Get, that. Get, that. Get, that. Get out of here. Okay. Give it to the cats. <laughs> we call this a drain pour. Yeah. <laughs> pour it in the dump bucket. <laughs> what a waste of tape. <laughs> The second we one. We wasted the tape on that beer. <laughs> the second one was from I don't know how to pronounce Distill? it. Yeah, Distill. Distill Brewery. Nice. Hawaii Five Ale, Park, Illinois. It's from. Uh, from normal Illinois. Normal, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a it's blonde Illinois. ale with pineapple, coconut, boom, mango, peach, and guava. Yeah, that totally. was, that was that, good. That's good. I, yeah. I like that one a lot. Good job, Distill. And then the third one was a peach blonde ale from Spiteful Brewing. I like. We see, love let spiteful. Let me see that can again. I like spiteful. Um, they have an alley time IPA that's killer. This the last one was five. The crushable one was five percent. Yeah. Let me see that can again. Which one? This one. The one that can open and drink. Uh, the distill was six point four. Okay. So number two was like the most tasty. I feel like I, I've most flavor in, the, in number two. And the number number three was a five percent. Peach Blonde Ale. I'm good with either of those. The, I, yeah. they, Peach Blonde Ale has a great label on it. It looks like one of the Chicago guys from the Saturday Life skit where they're talking about how many Polish sausages they can eat. <laughs> yeah, it's called Bleacher oh, Bump. Oh, totally. totally. Bleacher Bump? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Sosa, how many outs? I'm good with, with drinking either one of those. Which yeah. one do you want to review? You, you, it's your call. It's... Well, let's do Bleacher Bunk because it's yeah. got better uh, graphics. That on one's it. really good. I Lovely. just poured a second pour. That one's really good. Cool. Right, Where's right. the? Did you finish the can? It's right here. All right, so here we go. We got the the, the winner of is door number three, Bleacher Bum Peach Blonde Ale from Spiteful Brewing. Johnny, loving this segment already. Yeah. So I'm gonna pour. And these are nice and cold. Way to go, bud. Yeah, I tried it. He it. kept it in his yeti. So I thought that was key to uh, you know. So well, for for a crush up for like a boat beer or like a. Like sitting sitting by the water, it's yeah. got to be cold. It's right? got to be ice cold. If it's not, then what are we doing here? Yeah, this is this is nice. It's got a nice fruitiness to it, but it's not overly fruited. I be, I get very little peach. Yeah, but it's just a hint. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. a hint, totally. Which um, is nice. I, well, I think that that's the point of it is that you're supposed to be able to have twelve of these, like we talked about. Yeah, and then get up and walk away. The point is like. For anyone who wants to buy one of these, like it's not like a it's not like peach schnapps. No, it's no. not. That's true. It's yeah. it's definitely not like that. Um. I'm gonna honestly is did, Johnny. Do you remember if that came in a four pack or a six pack? Gotta be a six, right? That came in a six. Six pack. So you got you got about four, nine ninety nine, twelve ninety nine, ten bucks, ten bucks. Perfect. Honestly, for that price, I think that this is this is something that I would buy um, if I was gonna have a party on my back deck. Yeah. And put it in the cooler and and, and Grab hopefully one. somebody grabs it on accident and is like, oh my god, this is delicious. Yeah. I'm gonna give this um, a seven two. Um, Woof. Well, you, that's great. Yeah, I think it's delicious, dude. For because it's not overly fruited, and I like blonde ales. Blonde ales are like right up my alley. Mm-hmm. So I, I commend you on this one, Johnny. It's tasty. I got a Coors Light next to me from what we're sipping on today, and are you I enjoying that more. I don't care about the Coors Light anymore. Oh, okay, <laughs> nice. I was gonna say, how here's, here's be a like, full can, bro. Yeah, here's a full can. I know. I we'll get. I got get some. <laughs> the barrel, most epic barrel move you could have just done right there. Was no words and just dumped that Coors Light in the right dump bucket. Right. <laughs> I would like I would like to comment on how the the dump bucket once again never got never used. Got it's dry. It's dry. It's dry. So here here we go. I'm yeah. gonna, perfect. I'm gonna give this one a a seven, 
seven straight seven money and um the next time i i just bought a case of coors light two days ago you're gonna pass over and go to that as soon as i get about halfway through the case of coors light i'm gonna go up looking for more beer and when i see that i'm gonna buy it this has to be a seasonal right uh, maybe i don't think that I mean, they'd be it, making it, that year I mean, round bleacher bum makes it sound like it's a summer time of year right right probably seasonal so get it while you can Oh, they're a Chicago-based uh, brewery too. Yeah, Rifle's right I, out of Chicago. I, I, awesome. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Good for you for getting local. Um, what you got, Johnny? So I agree with your assessment. Uh, it's it's a it's a good crushable beer. Uh, I'm gonna go low with it too. I feel like seven seven point five realm. Uh, just because like Johnny I feel like I want that little more pop of peach in it, just a little bit more. Just to get the the, the real good taste of the peach, but not overpowering. Yeah. I just feel like it needs a little bit more of that. Like, I, I think you throw more peach into it, though. Then you're getting into door number area. one's yeah. realm where yeah. you're like, mm, not dump really. Dump, yeah, that's drain booze. So I, I like where it's at because you can. it's not overtaking the beer, Yeah, and it still tastes like a beer. Okay. So to me, that's that's why I gave it a 7-2 because I would I would definitely get Hey, that's Johnny's rating. He can rate whatever he wants, Mike. Yeah. Out. Stop, right. stop, stop being, stop bullying. I like Did how I the two them? brothers in the flesh pineapple Paloma was just like, if no, if you're, if this board, this mixing board wasn't here right here, I just go, I will say this. We've never brought two brothers beer on here for a lot of reasons. A lot of reasons. Yeah. Now we know. Okay. And it's, it is what it is. Let's we all, not, we all let's not judge them just on that one. We, maybe we could try this again where we do uh, all right. well, a little all right. something else, but Th- then the next time we have a guest beer chooser, aka Garrett, um, am I up next? I'm not saying that. I just I'm happy said to do it. I'm not saying that because I could bring on the next whiskey. I don't want to take your job because I I want to give a shout out to our boy, your boy Brian from 80 Laws, dropped oh, yeah. off a full bottle of 80 Laws right. Rye. That's a seven year. Let's that he said he wants us to talk on the podcast. I'll bring that on, and you want to bring on the beer? Sure. And we can do this if you want, as long as we. I'll come up with something fun. As long as it's as quick as John did it, because that was. <laughs> It's well done, dude. Well yeah, done. Just roll through it. But uh, we're gonna need some yellow, some more yellow tape because I think you you ran out after this. You know what? I'm gonna pick different tape next time because I chose a tape that like you had to wrap it 400 times <laughs> in order to like actually like <laughs> stick. Not no, to not see the, de- the oh, decal. I got gotcha. you. Because you wrap it once and you're like, it's like I didn't even wrap it. Like you, you can still, still see, see everything. So I had to wrap literally like probably it's a little uh, translucent for ten what we t- wanted. Ten times around. With Maybe uh, Weedon House has some tape. of that painter's tape left over. The blue. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe we should knock on uh, Wheaton House. Uh, can we borrow some of your painters tape? You guys got anything left? <laughs> Honestly, probably just some some duct tape would be, would probably suffice. <laughs> totally, totally. Some That's gorilla the tape. Thing I've heard all day. <laughs> hey, we we're do, we do this segment where we wrap our beers. <laughs> what, a, what a callback joke that was. <laughs> Awesome. I, I commend you, Johnny. Great segment. Um, that's awesome, dude. Uh, but Thanks, I'm, buddy. But I am really looking forward to this next part. That was awesome. Yeah. I appreciate, I, I, when you told me about, do you want to do this segment? I was like, all right, cool. And then when we did it, even better. So nice. Big ups. All right, sweet. So what do we got next? We're on to the, we're on to the whiskey? Oh, It's whiskey yeah, time? Yeah, I, <laughs> we, can, we can either pop the whiskey or go into customer story, but maybe no, let's, let's, let's do some whiskey. All right, yeah, let's do let it. Me, yeah. Let me get a little bit more. I'm only on NAs over here. Let me, let me get a little bit more whiskey in me before we get to the, yeah. the customer. And the we week. only had a few sips of these can beers. Can you imagine going inside and like ripping the tape off the inside of the window? Being like, I just need to wrap this We need this. <laughs> I can't afford it by my own painter's tape. <laughs> Listen, the last time we recorded, we used this yellow tape. I it was no we'll, good. I promise we'll mention you on the podcast. 
can't tell you what we're going to talk about. Beautiful. All right. Johnny, who's Johnny, who's, Johnny, pour, who's uh, pouring the whiskey? Is it, is it the pro? I'll pour it. The yeah, pro's got it? The Hollywood's got it? Yeah. <laughs> I hope that, that that nickname never goes away. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Let's get some sound effects. Oh, yeah. Hold on. What do we need? Oh, I got it. I got it, Gary. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Money. Perfect. Thank you. All right. We got some Traverse City that whiskey. That last one sounded a little light, but. It did sound a little light. Diet. It's, it's, it's good, Diet for Traverse good for the hell. Good for the hell. Diet. We, we, Diet whiskey. We accept. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. I, I appreciate you guys accepting me for who we are. So let's just go over some deets on this real quick. Traverse City Whiskey out of Traverse City, Michigan. John, you got this, or you want me to take over? No, go ahead. All right, so Traverse City, uh, they're, it's like six and a half hours away from uh, We've, we've definitely area. talked about them, and you've yeah. been up there, right? I've been up there. It's a it's very, very small tasting room. They've got a tiny little pot still where they make their, I'm assuming, vodka and gin. They mostly source everything. There's a lot of um, a lot of deception going on there about what the product is in the in, in the inside of the bottle in each barrel, and some they've been known deception they've been known to lie Ooh, a, dirty, a little bit that's a dirty word yeah. get out of here really yeah so um i would i will this, drive up there right so now so very i mean good luck uh the so this is a single barrel 10 years old at 100 and almost almost 113 proof single barrel from pride uh i know the guy who picked the barrel really really nice person um and very smart very smart guy uh, when he went up there, he they they he first like went up and I had a whole conversation with him today about this. Cause I want to know as much as possible, and he went up there and they immediately like shoot him out of the building, hmm. and then like a day later, like oh wait, now we realize who ah, who you are. They didn't know who he was. Yeah, like and not that he's like anything special. But he's a buyer but, though. But he's a buyer. Yeah, that's you don't want to push those people away. Exactly. He's there to buy. So then they so he came back and they put, great business plan. Yeah. <laughs> Put, you're here to buy? Get out. Get out. They put nine sample. They put nine samples in front of him and told him to pick his top five. So he, he nine did, samples. Nine samples. Holy shnikes! So, yeah, no, no kidding, right? I mean, at that point, your palate's got to be shot or Dude, hammered, dead, right? So I'm pretty sure he's uh, he's he uses the dump cup on when he does these samples. In that case, what do you do? Just like just tongue? Like, no, you, you, you put you, you put it in your mouth and you swish like it around and then, you, like spit, and then you spit it out like. You get the you get the flavor. That's it, yeah, right? So you put it in your mouth and you you swish around and you spit it out. Yeah, and then you and then you rinse with water. So he uh, so he picked his top five, and then um, they made him leave the room and they rearranged his five so for him to do it again. After three rounds of that, that seems deceptive. Yeah, yeah. So after three rounds of that, the one he picked was the one we're trying right now, which is the ten year, and it okay. was the only one over five years. Really, everyone else is like four and five years. Okay, so. So it's a ten-year-old. Um, they're not telling us where it came from. I think that we're all smart enough to figure out where it came from. And if you tell me where it came from, I'll uh, I will confirm. It's probably an outfit that's out of Indiana. It could be. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying it is. I got gotcha. you. We're just gonna leave. We're just gonna leave. Uh, it it's there. a it's a level four char. Came from Bardstown. It's a level four char, and they toast the barrel heads instead of charring the barrel heads. And, okay. And butts. So. When I smelled this, I got it right away because some good caramel vanilla notes came out, right? Cheers. So we're trying it? Yep. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Ooh, that smells good. Um, what do you taste right off the bat? There should be something pretty glaring. Raisin? Raisin. Yep, I get that. Anything else? Heartburn? 
it's, I bought it's, one it's of, heavy on the I bought one of these bottles right when it came out and it's it's gone now. I wish I still had it because I knew about a day ago that we were going to do this. I would have brought four ounces of a bottle already been open for a year, but I drank it. I get a ton of peanut butter. I don't get any of that. Oh, well, well, there like, it is. Like, but I, like, I always get like that the, after the you peanut, say it. The peanut shell, like when, when you suck on a peanut shell. Oh, I do get that. Game. Yeah. We got that from Deer Hammer, too. Yeah. Ton of, I get a ton of peanut shell. Not necessarily like the saline part of it, but like the, the actual peanut. Hmm. And not like the sweetness from peanut butter. So the reason why I picked this, uh, it's the first one that I've picked ever on this podcast. And it's also the first brand that you sort of introduced me to, like way back in the day when we first started getting into whiskeys. The port? The port barrel finish yeah, that, from oh. this guy. delicious. I always remember that was my kind of my, my first like craft bottle. Yeah. Of whiskey, yeah, and it sat on my shelf for years, and we went through it slowly. I don't have it anymore, but I mean, that's we're talking probably like nine you know, years ago. That was 2015 or 16 when I was at my house in Wheaton, and I had a bottle. Seven I, years and, ago, and you and you went and got a bottle, and then you went and got the second second year batch. You're yeah. super excited about it. I got one too. So they've they've, they've, they've always kind of been on my radar because of that, and yep. I thought that that was a great bottle. So when I saw this, this, a, this I'm like, great, oh, this, this is a great is, uh, bottle. <clears throat> I was talking to Garrett about this uh, before we recorded is that I, I like a lot of their expressions, but I'm not the biggest fan of their bourbon. Yep. The, the port is one of the good ones that I like. Their rye, especially the first couple batches, which you've told me are kind of sought after just because they were really good. Um, I think this is pretty tasty. I'm not quite in the peanut, like you said. Maybe a saltiness to it, like a, like a sea salt. Yeah. But I, I'm just not getting that peanut finish. Um, I think I get the peanut right up front. I just, I just, I, I don't know if it's uh, <clears throat> something that's lingering from before. If I didn't cleanse it's, my it's palate, it's okay but that you don't taste it. Yeah, I just, I'm just not getting that. But I think that it's. Uh, what's the proof on this? Like one, one, just three. under one thirteen. The first sip was pretty hot. Yes. Obviously, that once my palate adjusted, I felt like the it dissipated pretty quickly, which is which is nice. It wasn't like a long lingering finish. Um, but I think it's pretty tasty. I'm, this is going to be my um, my what I'm sipping on on our next podcast. Nice, because um, from the from the guy who who bought this barrel and the other guys that work with him said that this opens up very very nicely. Cool. So this is going to be my next one. I want to I want to think about it again. What are you going to give this out of a ten? Um, it's hard to separate the my friendship with the buyer and the actual whiskey, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give this an eight. Um, that's a solid. That's a solid number from the, you. The, yeah, the price is about um, eighty bucks at after, Pride after tax at Pride for a ten-year-old uh, barrel-proof single barrel, which is like right on par. Like it, it's a great deal. Cool. Um, you think about uh, like Eagle Rare is t- another ten-year-old, yeah, and it's thirty-five bucks, but it's only ninety-proof, and it's what Sazerac is their own goofball pricing. But um, like a Mictor's ten. It's more expensive than this. Way and more and that's expensive. A, and that's a single barrel as well. Yeah. So uh, for 80 bucks, I think this is, the fact that they still have this on their shelf is wild to me. This should be, this should have been gone But it's a gas a station, right? No? What, I mean, they have more than, it, it's more than that. I understand yeah. that, but but that's what people see, and a lot of people yeah. go there for gas. They're right, not doing exactly. Their, yeah. their so main... They're going for a Red Bull and a Gatorade and a pack of chips, and, and, right. and if they find a bottle of wine that looks good, then maybe they'll grab that. But yeah. 80 bucks, they're not, they're not looking to go to a gas so station spend 80 bucks. So there's a Pride over here in Carroll Stream, right? 
And then there's one in yep. Geneva. Yeah, there's one, and there's one on um, Roosevelt and Wheaton, on President and Roosevelt. That's a, like a Casey's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. It, it might have been uh, a Pride at no, one time. Yeah, there's one in Girl Stream. There's Gary one Gary in Geneva. Gary in Geneva. Yeah, that's the that, one that, I was talking about. Yeah. Oh, there's right. Village Tavern too, across from there. That's a Pride. Oh, that's a Pride as well. Yeah, so that's Schmiley. They have, Schmiley, they have, Schmiley, they have like thirty-five locations. Oh, okay. And then the one. That's some good purchasing power. You think so? Yeah. And then the one I would go to is uh, on 38. It's technically St. Charles, but it's on 38, right outside, of, just west of downtown Geneva. Um, so I yeah, so I give it an eight, and I would buy this for. I've already bought it, and I and I and I, but <laughs> so I, it's, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, and I and I shared it with everyone. Cool. So you got it an eight, and you would buy it and buy it again. I don't know if I buy it again because I, I just don't. I don't know. If you I just drink Johnny's. Yeah. Well, I think. Because of all the whiskey that we've brought and left yeah. the Chinese, I think this means that I take this one home, right? Ooh. Flip, he flipped it on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Johnny, what are you giving this one? So I'm, I'm, I'm impressed at the... Uh, on the heat, so like not on the on the on the lack of heat for it for it to be a one thirteen for me, like I felt like it was pretty drinkable for being a one thirteen. Uh, what I am lacking in is that sort of that that complex like depth to it that should be like a agreed a ten year, you know, aged, High, higher proof, a higher proof. Yeah, I feel like it kind of lacks a lot of the texture. Okay, that's something in this like sort of age sure, the, de- and, the and, depth that you're looking yeah. for. Yeah, so. I'm interested well, also, what you were it, talking about. Like maybe at ten years old, barrel proof should probably over be over 112 proof, right? You would know better than anybody. I mean, generally it goes in at 125. Yeah. So we we talked a little bit with Jay Henry with Joe that like at that elevation or not elevation the the further north you get the the less higher proof it gets in the barrel uh, based on weather patterns. But in general, the ten year old barrel proof should be like 130, 131. Okay. So, so it's a lower. So a little bit lower. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say this, like based upon the sip that I just had, and I'll come back to this in two weeks when we try it again, when yeah. it's, once it's opened up. Let's but do it. I wouldn't buy it again. Uh, I do like I do like sipping on it, but I wouldn't buy it again for that reason. I'd probably go under eight, like seven, seven, five. Okay. I, you know, I really, the aroma on this is like growing on me. And I think with each sip, the flavor is coming through more and more, which is probably not an uncommon thing, right? So... Um, but yeah. I'm enjoying it with more with each sip. Um, I want to kind of join Johnny. I'm going to do this is like a seven five for me. Um, I wouldn't drink it. See, I would have thought I you would have gone lower. I just wouldn't drink it neat. Like I, I, I'm feeling like I, I could throw this in a cocktail. It make a and great it, old fashioned. And I would it actually uh, might be a great Manhattan. And either way, because um, you get a little bit more sweetness in there. Exactly. And I think that that I would really, really enjoy it then. And actually, that's you know kind of where you know be really good. I haven't said that in a while about throwing it in a cocktail. You know, you didn't say it a while for us being in a black Manhattan. No. The uh, we're gonna be really good is that that chocolate Faro uh, Amaro. They, we just use the regular Amaro. They have a chocolate one. Tomorrow. Yeah, that's their yeah the the the. The chocolate Faro Amaro, the, the Faro Amaro, Faro. which is Faro, whatever, is a is like it tastes like chocolate. That and this would be fantastic together. Just those two things. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think it's tasty, and um, I if I was like I said, put in a cocktail, I think I'd really enjoy it. Peanut butter chocolate. I, I am getting a nuttiness, but it's just not peanut butter to me. It's just not. Pe- yeah, it's just not peanuts. It's gonna be peanut butter. Just I mean peanuts. It's yeah. just it's just a nuttiness. I think post recording, I'd like to try it with a little dab of water too. Mm. 
Open it's it unfortunate up. that you don't there's, have a water a whole bottle next to you. of water and a whole bottle of booze right next to you. Well, you know, I, um, <laughs> so I want to kind of harp on, go, go no, back to something. What, first of all, okay. fantastic job, Johnny. Yes, Johnny. Let's, let's hey. give Johnny. Guys, Johnny, come on. Great job on the whiskey. <laughs> great job on the beer. Next time, Johnny's going to do the, it's good. bring the beers and the whiskey again. I made some, and it's just going to be Johnny and three empty mics. <laughs> I picked something once in 45 episodes. Congrats to me. <laughs> you did, hey, man. It's it's good. It's unique and it, it's new uh, stuff, right? Andy yeah. brought a new style of crushing beers over here. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, so man, it's a new time, segment. Next time, let's do eight. Eight? Oh, it would, just in that same time limit. <laughs> We're just going to do the same time rip limit. through them. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Like power hour. <laughs> <over here. laughs> All right, sweet. Is it customer of the week time? Oh, I thought yes. you'd never ask. I tell, I completely forgot about doing the customer of the week. All right, here this we go. Exciting. All right, all right. So twice this has happened to me in the last couple of weeks. This is my favorite thing. Last Friday, eight thirty. Just as always, it's a it's a cognizant of what's going on type of thing. I'm getting my teeth kicked in. We got a line out the door. One of our probably top ten busiest days of all time. This lady flags me down at 8.30. Was that like a Monday lunch for you guys? <laughs> yeah, right. You guys are so busy. I know. Uh, flags me down. She's like, hey, are you the manager on duty? I'm like, I am. And she goes, you know what? I just want to talk to you about something real quick. Um, she goes, <laughs> she goes um, you know, I got here at 6.30. I didn't have a reservation. I was told that it was a two-hour wait for a table. I go, okay. She goes, I sat up at the bar. You know, food was really good. Service was great. Cocktails were good. Go, okay, where's this going? Perfect. She goes, you know, I, I, in the two hours I was up there, I noticed that there were three tables inside upstairs and three tables on the patio. So six total tables that didn't get sat the whole time. I go, okay. She goes, so you guys could have made more money. I go, okay, I hear you. Can I explain something to you? <clears throat> I explained how our kitchen's designed for the three entities that we have, the downstairs, inside, upstairs, inside, and the rooftop patio, the 140 seats that we have. Which is a lot, by the way. Which is a decent amount. And our kitchen is tiny. If you've ever seen her kitchen. Super tiny. So I go, the tent out there gives us 70 seats beyond capacity. We're 210 seats. So I go, if we start seating these other tables and don't space it out, a couple things suffer. Service the food quality, and it starts to affect ticket times for everybody in the whole restaurant. She looks at me and she goes, you know what? The hostess said the same thing. And so now I'm like, wait a minute. So she's I'm well, like, you, you already you, knew this I'm knowledge? I'm like, you already had this conversation? <laughs> and now you're coming to me with it? So, so I go, okay. And she, I go, but I hear you. And she goes, and I hear you, but you could have made more money. And I was just like, you should have said, but. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know that we kind of know what we're doing over here. And the hostess very knowledgeable about what's going on, explained it naturally in common sense, tells you that we know what we're doing, but we could have made more money. Sounds like she's well-managed. I, I should have been like, hey, uh, you want to open up a restaurant and uh, figure out how this goes? Or oh, that's my Somebody favorite. already told you this? You shouldn't have wasted my time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am busy. We had one of those before, right? Yeah. It looked like you're busy. Oh my God. No, but I mean, that, that 100% makes perfect sense. You know, if like if if you have the capacity to to do like the restaurant that you built, yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden you add seventy four four more seats, on more asses that, on seats, yeah, it, it it completely makes sense without changing any of the infrastructure, right? Right. Yeah. You don't get a bigger kitchen. No. You don't get more employees. Oh, that's for sure. So, and I then I then I, but I, I, I've honestly I've even thought of the, about about that too. Like I've seen like open tables, like and even like when we made the reservation the other night, yeah. Uh, uh, there were open tables, but 
It, it has to be but that you way. don't think as a consumer you don't think you don't business wise in right. that sense that it makes sense so, so so here's the thing is that she's telling me that we could have made more money when it's actually the opposite yeah because now things suffer yeah now people are upset yeah now everybody stuff. now everybody's waiting for stuff now you got to comp stuff Down so you're actually file. giving money away now yeah so it's it's not what you think it is and I want I want one time for somebody to like have a conversation with me and me tell them a reasonable answer and they'll be like, you know what? It seems like you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that never is the end of the conversation. The end of the conversation is like, oh, you could have done better. Well, they're never willing to to like give up on their. They're not dying. They're, they're dying on their hill, right? They're they're never going to concede that. Well, and the best part was that she's just like, yeah, everything was great, but you could have made more money. They should open but why is she worrying about other people being seated? Oh, because they got to say something. Because well, she, she watched three tables not get sat the whole time she was there. And in her mind, each time that somebody walked by that table and they get sat there. But why isn't she just enjoying the evening with exactly. the, the people she's, that she's with? Exactly. Worry about yourself. <laughs> Worry about what you got going on. Yeah. Especially if everything was good. Yeah. I enjoy you know? in, the, in the exact And what's same. the difference between sitting at a table and sitting at the bar when they're... It's like right. in our restaurants, they're so tight. Oh, yeah. If you're yeah. sitting at a table, you're you're almost sitting at the bar. You probably yeah. have more more space at the bar, and you're gonna get better service every time. Yeah, well, especially if you're working, right? Well, she was upstairs. Oh, so it wasn't. Maybe. Well, no, and honestly, Friday, Saturday nights, it's it's either me, Bomb, or Carolyn. I guarantee you, Bomb or Carolyn up there was crushing it yeah, while 100%. getting their while getting their teeth kicked in because there's 50 seats inside and 50 seats outside. Yeah. So you're making drinks for 60 people. to 100 people. Yeah while taking care of your guests in a timely fashion. So, but you could have made more money. I enjoy the people who say um, at the at the end when they ask for the bill, like, you know what, you could have made more money if you had asked me if we wanted dessert. Mm. I'm like, oh, if you, you really... wanted dessert, you could have said something when I said, Are you, is everything okay? Do we want anything else today? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we just have, don't have desserts at you, social. You could, have, you could have made more money if you, if you sold us on another cocktail. <laughs> well, that's true. You also could have told me you wanted another cocktail, and I would have made it for you. Mm-hmm. And Mike, if it makes you feel any better, Bill Cartwright did loved he, the dinner love at it? Burger Social. I, I, that was the best when I saw him sitting there. So Bill Cartwright. Does was anyone in understand him when he talks? Uh, he's yeah. He's it's just a low. It's yeah, just yeah, a low. Right. Yeah. He sounds like Yoda. But what he's seven one. Oh, he's, he's sitting. Huge. He's sitting at the bar. He literally looked like he was sitting out outside with his legs. <laughs> he needed the space. I didn't know Bill Carrey was there. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, Bill Carrey. Now, John, I, what's what's your connection with that? Uh, so um, one a business part, partner that I'm kind of associated with uh, knows him, uh, plays golf with him through like their family, and uh, he was in town, so they decided yeah, to took him out. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. It was, it was actually kind of cool. Like I, I actually asked him about Last Dance. Yeah, I got like one question, like, it, like what percentage of that is like actually like truthful legit. and like yeah. legit? He's like, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Basically, the gist of it is like they try to make that like that mem- like the owner guy like out to be like the bad guy. Reinsdorf. Like, Reinsdorf. Yeah. yeah. But in reality, like he put together a team that like won. Th- Six, Six championships, championships in eight, seven, in eight years, eight yeah. years or whatever. Right? He, he did it right. Yeah, they yeah. just didn't like him. Right. So he, Bill Carr was like, 
basically, like, if Michael didn't leave, we could have won a third or a fourth and a fifth. Oh, for sure. You know. Yeah. I mean, leading least, into maybe a sixth, seventh, eighth. If, you know, if Jordan, at least, at least in the conversation, right? For sure. If Jordan didn't leave to go play baseball, they would have won those two years. So there was there was definitely some uh, some fantasy sort of like creation by the uh, directors of that film. Well, also, kind of. You know, the director was Michael Jordan. Jordan right? also got final yeah. say on it. Yeah. So <laughs> everything that came out of there, and that's yeah. one of the reasons why Pippen is so pissed because yeah. ah, we're back to podcast number one. We're talking about sports. I think overall, like the storyline was probably like thirty percent true, but like the actual footage. I mean, obviously, it's all true, but it was a fucking amazing documentary. Oh, I love oh, it. Was it. Awesome. I watched it twice, and especially when there was like where everybody was at home and furloughed. Like, you what like else was need, there to do? You yeah. Needed that week to week Either in I'm, the dance. I'm, I'm learning about Last Dance again, or I'm learning about this guy who owns a bunch of tigers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, sweet. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. I think we had some great content today. Uh, Johnny you brought on some great beers. We uh, we we loved uh, Bleacher. Oh, was it Bleacher on, Bum on. from Spiteful? Yep, definitely not the Two Brothers one. Yeah, not the Two Brothers one. And uh, we loved we liked the Barrel Proof from uh, Traverse City. That's good. A couple things I want to just give a shout out to my boy Chuck real quick, who just bought his first bottle of rye. What from Social? He's a bourbon drinker. I gave him a little sip of your uh, Jamesy Pepper. It's and our you and our, I picked that together. Our Jamesy Pepper. And, uh, and no one else had any opinion. He went home with a bottle. He went home with a bottle. And he loves the podcast. He listens to it while he mows his lawn. They have that at uh, Pride, so, too. What, some pepper? Yeah. They have, their own, they have their own pick. They got their own pick? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Cool. Um, so, Johnny, well done, though, bringing that yeah, stuff thanks, on. Guys. And what did, I interrupted you. What did you want to say, Gary? They still have this Traverse City pick. Okay. Not, very, not very much left. And that was the one on Geneva and Gary, yep. Johnny. Yep. So, 80 bucks. Uh, get or, get out there and get the it if you want to try it. The one in St. Charles on 38. Or well. go over to Garrett's house because he's taking it home with him. No, I, I got gifted it. He got gifted it. Yeah. That's right. Um, let's take care of your bartenders and your servers. Uh, everybody's working hard for you guys out there. I've seen way too many people dogging people for getting service. I got a, I, I witnessed a lady the other day at Starbucks literally tell the guy she's been waiting eight minutes for her pink drink. <laughs> Good grief. It probably takes eight minutes to make that pink drink. Yeah. So just remember, when people are making something for you or getting something for you, they're working hard, unless they're just standing there grabbing their, picking their own ass. Like, I, I know our customers are cognizant of that, but I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. People doing a service for you, take care of them, tip them well. Uh, let's everybody drink responsibly over the summer. We've got some big stuff coming up. Uh, we're going to have, I'm, talking to the, I'm currently talking to the owner of Half Acre about having us go down to the, the brewery. Um, and, and recording with him. That won't be any fun. Um, Alarmist Brewing, I'm trying to get the owner on from him. Garrett, you got a guy that we're going to do something with from Octane? At 93 Octane. 93 we're going to rub some ops. We're going to talk about us picking a, 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 a collab beer with them. Awesome. In okay, August. I love when we get to do that. Um, we are definitely, definitely going to announce on the next podcast we record, we're going to announce our next live date. It's going to be late August or early September. We're already lining up beer sponsors. We're already lining up whiskey sponsors. Uh are we going to do a shout of rumplements with everybody again? And we're also going to have some pretty cool uh, swag. apparel. Swag. Swag. We're going to have our own swag. Hats. We're going to have our own merch. We're going to have we're getting our own merch line lined up. Um, so that's going to be available for that. Uh, Johnny, you got anything else you want to talk about? No. I got to go to the bathroom, so let's wrap it. Let's wrap it. <laughs> Gee, you got any last words? Oh, you know what I do want to say is, Garrett, wonderful button up tonight. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of that. We're going to put it up on the website. <laughs> I thought that I was in the clear when you said you had nothing else to talk about. Maybe we it's should make fr- some sipping. It's Friday night and Garrett's showing. <laughs> some sipping social uh, I have a button button-ups. Up, but I have a, it's a t-shirt button-up. It's a short sleeve. I'll tell you what. 
Nothing about my Henley I got on? Oh. I thought I was looking sharp You wear that here. shirt a lot. I do wear it a lot. I need to get another color, don't I? Well, no. you, like you always nice. look nice and rugged, Mike, but Garrett. He's he's the handsome one. Oof. That's why he's on TV and he's famous, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, be good to each other. We look forward to uh, you guys joining us on the next podcast. Uh, like I said, come into social, mention the podcast. I'd love to buy you a beer. Garrett's over at Maze and Mash on Monday nights, right? That's it. Go just buy, only Mondays now. Just go by and see him. and uh, Bother me. Absolutely. I'll buy, I'll buy you a pint if you mention the podcast. There you go. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for all your support. And uh, definitely come by and talk to us, and we'll see you soon. Love you. Later. Peace. First of all, we'd like to thank our listeners, our families, and friends that support us. We couldn't do this without you. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Tell your friends about us. Big thanks to our producer, Johnny, in the Underground Studio. Also, shout out to Johnny Perona and Davenport Ed. That's the rockin' music you're hearing in the background. Thanks again, and we look forward to the next cocktail with you. When do we want to start? Uh, do we want to go through the doc quick? I think I'm good. I just read it through. It looks good. Okay. Do you want to talk about anything, John? <clears throat> All right. The beers are still there. <laughs> <laughs> zip, 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 zip. <laughs> that would be awesome if they weren't. Yeah. Oh, what? oh no uh, wonder I have to pee so bad.